it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Monday, FRPC Hoops, I am here with the Canadian Bomber, the Canadian Shaman, the Canadian Bill Simmons, the Canadian Zach Lowe, and the forever Canadian son of Loretta Curran. Happy birthday, Mom. It would have been her 75th birthday today. So this is going to be a real cool podcast, bro. I'm looking forward to it. We got a lot of news and notes to get to. And uh, let's start off with the the first thing. Mm -hmm. It looks like the Warriors might have some sort of facelift or Draymond does want some money. Yeah. Draymond opted out of his $27.5 million. Um, to a certain extent, I think we all expected it, thinking he'd want to lock himself into a long-term deal now while he has the chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not shocked by the move overall, mm-hmm. but it it not coming with immediately someone from the Warriors saying, oh, don't worry about it, we're going to be signing Draymond back might it might just say hey we we lost our general manager and our pr isn't quite where it used to be or it might also be saying hey maybe maybe we're not gonna keep Draymond no matter what maybe if someone comes in with a godfather offer we'd be willing to back down and i'd be a little concerned about that if i'm steph curry or a serious warriors fan because Losing a part of the key nucleus can be like the first straw to break the camel's back. I'd, I wouldn't want to be in that situation. So it's a good uh, starting point to kick us off today and something that could potentially bring a lot of news in the future. Oh, geez, that sucks. We're going to have to cut that out. I completely agree with you. Draymond is the heart and soul of that team, and I am really wondering what the direction of the Golden State Warriors would be if they chose to go the route of, we're not going to offer this guy a contract. Yeah. And then you have to turn to your superstar and go, we have a plan. Mm-hmm. And that plan better be very, very good Yeah, for this to have him sign off on it Mm -hmm. because the one thing that you don't want to lose for Steph Curry is his protector. And that's what Draymond is. And, and, you know, superstars can be very, very fickle. And the one thing that we've always said about Steph, he's held himself and just hot, you know, the way he's handled himself as a superstar has been great. Mm -hmm. You know, not really making a lot of waves or whatever the case may be. But I bet you this would cause waves. I bet you this one would be the one. And again, I put it out on Twitter the other day, and I say it again. I don't care if they put Mike Dunleavy Jr. out in front of the media. Man. (laughs) Kurt Lakeup is making these moves. He's the... the uh EVP of basketball ops they they gave him the title Mike Dunleavy is coming in as the general manager he is clearly he's Bobby Webster to Lakeup's Masai Ujiri he is the second in command 
or Zanuck to Danny Ainge, whatever situation you want to talk about, Lycub is now the guy in charge, and it's been made evident by the Warriors, even though they're not marching it out to the media, because obviously it's going to get covered unfavorably. Mm-hmm. We, we all know that. But this, be it Dunleavy, be it whoever it is, the fact that you're a new person in charge and your first move might be moving away from one of the tent poles of your franchise when your other tent pole star is still one of the best players in the game, top five player who can lead you to a championship. It's just not a good move. And you've got teams I've talked about before, like Houston, like Detroit, looking to take a big step into relevance and say what you want about Draymond, especially considering the Jordan Poole situation last year. But mm-hmm. he he's proven the ability to make guys around him better. And he gives your team a certain edge that you don't get from any other guys. So organizations like that will definitely have an interest in bringing him in considering what he does and the playmaking he provides, the defensive intensity. He he still adds a lot, even if he's not the Draymond of old. So the Warriors are going to need to come correct if they want to bring back one of their best players in franchise history, a guy who's going straight into the Hall of Fame after his career. I will say that Draymond's biggest supporter walked out the building when Bob Myers left. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that there were others um, that are in that front office that were like, we're tired of Trayvon's act. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I still think this would be a terrible move. Yeah. I still believe that uh, what Draymond would offer any team, especially a team like that's on the come up, right? Yeah. A team that's like, let's say in that six to nine range that really had maybe a good showing this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, a culture setter like Draymond Green would be invaluable to a team, a younger team, a team that doesn't have a lot of playoff experience, a team that uh, when crucial moments come into play, mm-hmm. here's a guy that will lay his body on the line, and this is why Steph would never want to give him up. Oh, yeah, of course. And even like the two-man game between Steph and Draymond is a thing of legends. It's some of the best chemistry we've seen in league history. He is that great defensive player who provides that edge for your team, absolutely. But he's also a brilliant offensive player, even if he can't really shoot the ball except for that one year he got really hot. He's an incredible playmaker. The screen setting is pretty ridiculous and also... From a small guy, the type of rebounder he is adds a whole nother element to your team. He provides an incredible amount of value both sides of the floor. He has slowed down. Without Steph Curry, he will be a different player, but he is absolutely still worth every penny of whatever contract. I don't know if he's going to get a max. He might be a little bit below that level, but that mm-hmm. has more to do with the fact that Max is at a ridiculous height right now than the fact that his play has fallen off at all. Can we 
can we just build a trade right now around Draymond Green? Well, let's say he's Golden State up. was he's opted up. Well, they can't trade. Okay. Well, let's say they they re-signed him. Oh uh, no, 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 they can't. They can't was... sign and trade with the new CBA. You can't sign and trade a player if you're over the apron. So they're they're stuck. yeah. So you you know they have to resign him. Yeah. Because I was thinking, here's the. I'll tell you a team that I would really, really be scared of. Mm-hmm. And it's not Detroit, and it's not Houston. You know the team that I would love to see Draymond go to? Hmm. Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Yeah, they could really use someone like him. The The problem is, like you said, you would like it more to be a trade so you could get some of these guys out of the building like, and ha- help that provide some of the value you're getting for Draymond because he doesn't make us make much sense on a team with John or well, John Collins, it could work, but a team with Clint Capella and John Collins, it doesn't really work. Okay. So let's now build a trade where Clint Capella and John Collins are no longer there Yeah, to free our Draymond dream. But the the problem is still, they're still over the cap. They need to move like several guys to be able to do something like that. You're really not helping yeah, me today. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm sorry. This new CBA, this new CBA is making stuff like this a lot harder on these elite franchises, and it's going to have trickle down effects like this, where it putting teams like this in a position where they're not allowed to sign a trade. Sure, it puts them at a disadvantage because they can't open up that trade exception anymore, but it also puts other teams at a disadvantage. Because the guy you're, uh, you'd want to acquire and could only acquire via sign-and-trade can no longer be signed-and-traded. So it's going to... And the dollars have to be, like, close. Now. Yeah, man. All of these things all of these things are kind of putting us in a position with the Lee where it's trying to bring everything more towards the middle so there's a lot more randomness in the playoffs. And as we just seen with an eight seed getting to the finals and a what were you, you guys, a seven seed seven. getting to the conference finals? That's, that's right. That's uh, step one of this. And the new CBA is just doubling down on this exciting thing we've seen happen lately. Like, like I said, the Suns might be the dinosaur and the death of super teams is upon us. No, the Suns, and that's a good transition to the Suns, mm-hmm. they don't care. Yeah. Ishkia doesn't care. He just says, we're just going to spend. Mm-hmm. And actually, if you think about it, if you're going to lose all the assets, if you're going to lose all the mid-level taxpayer, um, the ability to add money to a deal or take less money back or whatever it is, yeah, and then the picks that you don't have are frozen which they don't care they don't yeah have that, that's far in the future yeah they don't really care about that yeah. um you can go the other route and just spend uh like a drunken sailor mm-hmm. you know so it that's what it looks like phoenix is going to do yeah i believe that this is a horrible horrible mm-hmm. roster construct personally I think this traps you. Yeah. And it would be different if the guys, if KD was 
30. Oh, yeah. That's a, and Bill was 26. Oh, man. Just then we would be in a 30, different, that's enough. Yeah. That's you enough. know, we'd be in a different deal. Yeah, because Katie and Booker would have an extended window that you're looking at right now, and it's just that's not the case. Um, I don't like the whole, like, we got two years basically yeah. with KD yeah. and maybe two years with Bill, mm-hmm. depending on how you look at his injury history, yeah. Yeah. which I don't look upon it fondly. And I know you look differently at it, but the whole yeah. thing is, is that it's a tenuous situation to me. I don't like the roster. Re- I don't like the roster construct at all. Mm. I think you feel the same way. Yeah. But we did get some other pieces to this deal. So go ahead and illuminate us on yeah. what has happened. As as much doom as I'm saying about the Suns right now, there was actually some good news to come out for them too. First of all, yesterday, a little bit after we stopped recording, it came out that they'd be getting Jonathan Goodwin as well as a part of the package. And that opens them up pretty easily to move on from a guy like Cameron Payne on that $6 million contract. So that can be movable for something else that they they could use and Jonathan Goodwin was actually pretty good last year on the Wizards I remember I was singing his praises quite a bit on that Wizards episode we did because I was really impressed with him in multiple spots he wasn't he was no DeLon Wright that's my guy forever but Jonathan Goodwin is a reasonable rotation player who might be able to do some time as a backup one for the Suns but today came out that they're also getting Isaiah Todd as a part of this package. That's something I, I definitely didn't see coming and is more even more value that the Wizards are losing because I, I kind of like Isaiah Todd. I know we've seen him play in the league and he hasn't looked really special to this point, but there is shooting upside. He can jump out of the gym. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And... Not uh, again. That that really cheap deal works well on this roster on a team that about? that we were working. This one right here. Yes, two years, one point eight million dollars. That works out excellent on a roster like the Suns, a mm-hmm. team that was going to be looking for a lot of veteran minimum guys. Now they at least have to look for two less vet minimum guys and that might give them a little bit upside. If someone like Isaiah Todd can take a step up, I, I'd i be excited to see it. All they would be asking him to do is like catch and shoot threes, roll to the rim, mm-hmm. and play defense right. and rebound. That's good. Catch and shoot three-point shooters and rim pressure players are the two things the Suns do not have right now. 100%. I agree with that, all of what you're saying, that's buddy. kind of so. a match made in heaven for them. I I don't know how <laughs> how they manage that. Also, I said Jonathan Goodwin earlier. I obviously meant Jordan Goodwin. Jonathan Goodwin is okay. an actor. Uh, I do that all the time. Walker Kessler and uh, my guy from the year before, Kessler Edwards. Always make those <laughs> names, too. Dane Dean. Mm-hmm. A lot of that. We're, yeah. Giving trade secrets out. Okay. So Phoenix has gone one route. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got Golden State, who now had had financial secure, had, uh, certainty 
with Draymond mm-hmm. now does not. Yeah. Here's the one thing I will say about the Draymond thing doubling back, and I don't like doing this, but mm-hmm. if you can get him on a cheaper contract. But I don't know that Draymond wants a cheaper contract because guess who it represents? Draymond Green. Yeah. If maybe you could get a cheaper year one number, it wouldn't be much cheaper, but you would probably have to go with those eight and a half percent raises going forward and extend him out for a longer period of time. I, I haven't seen the language precisely in the CBA for this, but it seems like uh, they've loosened the rules on five-year extensions. So maybe Draymond could get a five-year extension hypothetically in a situation like this. And that might be something that's enough to entice him because that's, I, that's a long time, a lot of money. What I would want to do with him, if it was me, mm-hmm. if I was running Golden State or the other team that is going to bring him in, yeah, i.e. Detroit, I see you, Don. Yes, sir. I.e. Houston. I see you, Nico, and the king of Houston, Jalen Green. Oh, yeah. I see you. <laughs> I thought that was so funny by Paul George. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, is I would want him on a de-escalating contract. I would yeah. like to pay him higher the first year and then lower the next two, two or three. Yeah, you know that that would just be problematic for the situation the Warriors are in and being worried about all these. Is it though? Because if you're doing it for the one year, well, yeah, but you can only you can only have the amount go down by five percent annually. So ah, yeah, it it can't like jump off by. by So they cannot do what um, Indiana did last year with Miles Turner. Uh no, they could because Miles Turner's extension was at at a low or a lower number. It no, it was well, it was the higher first year was a balloon payment. That's was, what I was yeah, getting was to like with Draymond. Rip up the contract and and renew. That's uh that would just be if he extended, they could work it out that way. Mm. Now that so he's a this is all problematic. Different, yeah. So I think there's a line in the sand being drawn in Golden State. We want you at this number. Mm-hmm. And I think that Draymond's pride and ego and also what he feels he, he is worth yeah, is going to be tested this offseason. So we will have to mm-hmm. keep our eye on that as we go along. What other pieces of news did you want to get into? Because there's so much out there. This is the craziest time of year, absolutely. Like leading up to the draft. Things always go absolutely insane. Um, I I think we got to get into the the big story of Don't the day, and that that kind of hit us last night. You were you were sending me messages right before I went to bed, uh, trying to get me on the phone, but I was near passed out. But I wasn't uh, trying to get you on the phone. I just sent you a message. Well, oh, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Just trying to get the conversation started. And uh, Mr. Mister Zion Williamson, it looks like, is more likely to be on the move. There's been strong reporting from the people at The Ringer seeming to uh, really push this forward. And, and I know you have some sources on this situation as well. No, let's go with the professionals. You know, they, they do it, right? Yeah, that's um, true. You know... 
I mean, I'm just a little guy just trying to do a podcast, right? There's a belief that Zion will be moving by Thursday. Like, that is literally the verbatim statement. The other thing that I will tell you, and this is something that I know, Mm -hmm. Zion is not well-liked in that locker room at all. The team is out Mm. on him. So, um, there's such a good locker room there. I love what they've done. Griff has done with the the new facility. I know. I know they have really tried to build this roster, and I think they are in a really good position. Yeah. Honestly, to tell you the truth, um, I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. about Zion and what I think it can be fixed with a conversation. Yeah. Honestly, I think it can be fixed with a conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think those conversations will will probably happen before the draft. And I think that will make a decision on where he goes. Yeah. Where he goes. Yeah. That, that's um, definitely a case to be made. I think we could have. We talked we talked about it a little bit off the air when it happened, but the Teresa Weatherspoon firing kind of felt like the beginning of maybe writing on the wall because repeatedly we've heard so many things about there's none of Zion's guys in the building. the The only guy who kind of got close was JJ Redick, but Teresa Witherspoon was was the one who Zion seemed to get along the best with in the entire organization. And her having moved on, I think people were were thinking about it, but maybe not that much. It didn't get as much coverage as Sam Cassell leaving the Sixers. So I, I don't think people were putting that together nearly enough. And now with the reports... I guess we could we could see a move in these coming days. Uh, I hope you're right about this being fixed with the conversation, but I kind of feel like that conversation might would have happened by now if the Pelicans were interested in having it. They might just be done with this experience altogether. Can I give you just one other little piece? Sure. As we know, it's an arms race in the NBA, right? Absolutely. You got billionaires building these arenas and these uh, facilities, practice facilities, state of the art. Um, they have biotech in there and all this, all these great innovations to yeah. help athletes become what they need to become. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. How much time do you think Zion spent in those? Uh, I, and there's a I'm beautiful not, one in New sure. I'm not sure, but that's that's a, not not the type of stuff I necessarily want to dive into. I know most. you don't want to get I, into I, it. I get here's it. here's my thing with it. It's not about it's not about what you think it is. It's your how how tied are you to the team? Yeah, no, that's that's where I am with it. I don't care about the other stuff. We talked about it before. Yeah. I don't care about that. No, it's not. I, and that wasn't even necessarily where I thought you were going with it. 
it's more so just the like I'm not there to to be able to say one way or another what Zion Williamson's doing. He's kind of in he's not quite Kawhi, but he's kind of in that Kawhi camp of trying to keep himself isolated, doing everything on his own terms. I know he hasn't necessarily engaged with the Pels that much, but that's kind of felt like a broken relationship from day one. So I I don't necessarily know how this is going to uh, unfold, but I I could see it going uh, either either way, and I could see maybe maybe with the move Zion recommits himself, maybe not, but what whatever's going on in New Orleans, I just hope we're towards the end of it. We will, we will be. Mm-hmm. Just need some maturity out of the guy that Nike put a lot of money into. That's all. Yeah. Now, where he goes, yeah, is the story. Yeah, that because absolutely is. There are a lot of things out there that are moving around. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to talk about Dane. Everybody wants to talk about him moving. Yeah. Portland doesn't seem to be real thrilled about that measure. And they actually don't seem to be super thrilled about doing it the other way as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. They I- seem to be in no man's land. Zion is kind of that bridge between no man's land and like where they are it's kind of the future addition while also being a high value current day player if he does end up healthy because if if you make a move for zion and you're able to keep Shaden sharp i think that's kind of your future that you're planning to build around and that's Shaden sharp would not be in that deal yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't think he would be so if if there's a situation where you're walking out and those are your two guys going forward and you have them around Dame as well as whatever else you can put there, maybe there's a Nurkic trade. I think that puts you in a pretty good spot to to both build for now and the future and not have to move from Dame necessarily. However, it still puts you in a spot where you could move from Dame next year if that's the spot you end up being in. It's... It can go either either direction, and this is kind of a good way to bridge the gap. So I understand why Portland is one of the teams that's been rumored the most and seems to be the most into it. Kevin O'Connor said that they were more interested in uh, Zion than Ingram. That might have to do something to do with availability, but it seems to make more sense for the Portland organization to be going in that Zion direction. I have a dark horse team. Okay. The Indiana Pacers. They they would need to include a lot. I'm mm, I don't know if it's going to be a lot, but I just to outbid Portland, I think it would need to be a lot. Yeah. Cuz Portland has that number 3 pick to wave around and as a starting point the Pacers don't have anything near that value other than Tyrese, and they're obviously not including Tyrese in the trade. What happens if I told you I, I know the, what the ringer is saying, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to dispute what they're saying. Yeah. I'm not, like, sold on on that. Like, I haven't heard enough to say, oh, yeah, I can see that happening. 
Like, if you ask me, Thursday is Zion. If you ask me right now, Thursday and Zion would be a trailblazer. Like, what's the percentages or whatever the case may be? Mm-hmm. I say maybe well, fifteen percent. Mm. Yeah, I'm low on that. Fair. I'm not saying that Indiana's higher. I'm just saying like they want a wing. Yeah, that's a wing. I think uh, I think it would depend on like. They have picks, bro. Like who? They have picks this year. But oh well, uh, they have picks this year. Yeah, the seven pick though is not. I'm I'm not entering a conversation for Zion for the seventh pick if I'm the Pelicans, regardless of how done I am with him. The upside Mm -hmm. with the seventh pick just is not nearly what the upside with Zion is. So I I'll Ben Simmons Zion before I take the seventh pick for him. Yeah, I got you. I'm, I'm like I said, it's not. I would believe that would happen. Yeah. I'm just saying, a team that is thinking outside the box. Yeah. And who has reportedly wanted a wing? Here's a chance to get. I'm always looking for the asset that is undervalued mm-hmm. or a distressed asset that I feel that will have a big chance of hitting. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So I can see them making a play for it. Now, let's talk about the fun ones. Yeah. Because there's another one out there, buddy. Uh, uh, yeah, I know there is. Yeah, so there's another, there is. there's another team out there. Yeah. And they are, I can't say it. I can't say it. The Houston basketball rocket? No, 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 no. Hold on. <laughs> they have been described to me as the 2023 offseason effort team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Zion to the Rockets. I, I Jalen Green. Yeah. Could you do it without him? You could do it I, without him. I think definitely you could do it without him. I think we we've got the twentieth pick this year as well. We've got Shangun, who Zion doesn't really fit the best on a team with Shangun necessarily because there then there's like no defense in the front court. We also have the future net Nets picks to include. So I think there's enough you could put together there without including Jalen or Jabari. Um, Perhaps Tari Eason as well, though he doesn't make much sense on the Pelicans because they already have a few guys in that role in that mold. Um, I I could see a move like that happening. Um, obviously, it's it's the upside play, and I'm always in on the upside play. That being said, though, I'd really want them to bring in another big with him, or as well as another like playmaker at the one. So. You still you still need to solve a lot of the same problems that you have right now by making a trade like that. If the Rockets think that they have uh, moves in place to solve those issues, I I'd commend the move. But as of right now, it makes me feel a little uneasy more than anything. Jalen and Zion together though is a match made in heaven. Well, can I throw out one more team? And this is the team that I believe that will end up with Zion. Oh, man. Okay. 
Are you ready? Oh, yes. Yes, sir. And I think we're about to break the internet. Oh, man. Are you ready? Yeah. Put your Tims in the sky, boys. <laughs> we're bringing Zion yeah. to New York, where he belongs. New York City, Gotham. Mm-hmm. You will have Zion by Thursday. Man, they... Like that's my that's my that's my what are, I'm going they, out on a limb. Are they taking Julius Randall back? And all is it, their draft picks. Is it is it Julius Randall? You can't play those two together, I'll you tell you. You can't play them together. He would have to be somewhere in this deal. Yeah. But I might think the play. Might be somebody else on that team. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't have the. I'm trying to put like, it all together. I I but, can't imagine they'd want to move Brunson after mm-mm. the year he just had. And if Zion's getting traded for RJ, I think he might not like that too much either because that's his boy. He wants to go play with him. So to me, it has to be Julius at that point. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and like. Julius and every pick you have, but Julius is going to another location that wants to completely. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. Be Julius. That's to, my Julius team. That I feel actually, will make the swing. I don't mind if that the, that could somehow happen. That's the team I think will make the swing. Yeah, I think everybody will sit there and talk about it. But I believe that the Knicks will finally put into motion what they were trying to do last year. Yeah. They've been trying to big game hunt for a while, too. Mm -hmm. And that team saw what they were able to do last year. You imagine if you upgrade Julius Randle with Zion Williamson and what that would look like in a New York Knicks uniform, and how crazy that place would be for him. Yeah, they'd love him. They'd they'd go to fucking war for him. And I'm going to tell you another thing. And I'm just, this is why I love you, man. Love you too, bro. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, this is where we see the real Zion Williamson. Yeah. It comes because he will be in a place where it matters. It matters there. Yeah. New Orleans is a football town. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, you, New York. going to get me to disagree with you there. New York is hip hop. Mm-hmm. A lot of money. Rocker Park. Rocker Park. Not Rocker. What's wrong with you? I said Rucker Park. Oh, it's Canadian. I'm sorry. It's yeah, your Canadian accent. accent. Apologize. All good. Skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. And basketball, bro. Yes, sir. So I predict that Zion Williamson will be a New York Nick. What say you about this, Nico? What What do you think about a Zion Brunson pick and roll? Uh, that. Hmm. 
our that, manual quickly that specifically, picks a row. That specifically might need a little work on the outside just simply because they don't have the shooters to make it work right now. But, like, if I could have my dream situation, if, there, if I could work out a three-team trade that landed Zion in New York, Julius Randle in Indiana to play with Miles Turner or something like that, I that would be my favorite situation to work out. I would absolutely love that. I, I haven't seen a relevant Knicks team uh, really ever in my, since I've been watching. There was that year with Mello, Lynn Sanity, all that, but like... I'm trying to bless them, man. I, I would love to see the Knicks get active. I'm trying to bless them right now. Leon Rose, this this group mm-hmm. needs to take a big swing. Yeah. And I'm calling my shot that New York delivers Zion, who should have been a Nick. From the get go, mm-hmm. that's where he wanted to go. Yeah. So, well, I think he would have been cool with LA too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I, you know, I mean, there is LA. Uh, you know, the la la. That's where I live. So it's great mm-hmm. here. It's great. I love it. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah. Vibes. Ah ah. All day. You know. Love it. So we 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 break the internet here. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. What other news do we really need to get into that is out there that is percolating all around the NBA Twitter sphere? We we've had a lot of people talking Zion today. I think that was that was a big story. Um there was also Pat Riley coming out of hiding and saying he's going to address the media. However, there there seems to be a report breaking here. Chris Mannix, 14 minutes ago, the Blazers are showing no interest in dealing the third pick. There it is. So perhaps it, is. it might be one of these other locations. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. New York, do you trust your boy now? Do you trust your boy now? It's Eamon Thompson, isn't it? <laughs> Man. you don't Brandon Miller isn't the guy who you say I'm not trading my third overall pick because I can get Brandon Miller it's it's just not that unless can I throw um, another name out unless the Blazers have intel that it's Scoot who who go ahead can't win more at three, which has been flying that, up the boards. Man, I know he's climbing up boards, but that would be absolutely nuts for the same reason the Brandon Miller thing would be absolutely nuts. The best I agree with you. of Cam Whitmore is not the number one scorer on your team. Same thing with Brandon Miller. Eamon Thompson, I can understand because the best version of him is your Alpha and Omega. The best version of these other guys, I I don't know, man. Well, you got to also look at it with this. If Brandon Miller would fit with Dame if they were trying to sell Dame on the Brandon Miller, you know. Yeah, on, yeah, on for sure, for sure. Eamon Thompson is basically but, telling you, like, Dame, you got to kick rocks. Yeah. I'm just letting you know right now. Eamon Thompson goes to the Portland Trailblazers. We have signed but does, Dame out. Does Dame even, like, 
he says he's not around to rebuild. If they just stick and pick Brandon Miller and try sell him on, oh, now we'll be good that we have this 18-year-old. Like, I'm not sure that works either. If he fits the system better than Amy. Maybe it's Scoot, though. That could be the reason. Scoot's going too. Well, I I feel like he's going to as well, especially Bro. because of the rumor that uh, Mr. Michael Jordan got to meet both of them face-to-face, and there's no way Michael Jordan sits across the table from Scoot and doesn't take him. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. I believe Scoot's going to. Man, they... Now, when you when you do your board tomorrow, it's gonna reflect your thoughts, right? It's not, or, you know, what I'm saying it's not gonna reflect what is actually happening, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I might do some. You know what? No, I'm gonna do my board. I think we can just talk it through. But I believe that Scoot Henderson is going to be the number two overall pick. I, I yeah, I don't have like clear cut information on that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that. Today is – it's early Monday, right? Yeah. There are three days. People could come in and knock knock you out of the park with some sort of offer or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if today, right now, the draft started, we know Wimby will be one. And I believe when Charlotte got on the clock, they would pick Scoot Henderson. I, I believe that too. I believe that too. <laughs> Just that specific report that they will re- are refusing to move three feels like you have either some sort of intel that Scoot will be available or mm-hmm. you have a grade on one of these other guys that puts him in that same category. And I have a really hard time seeing how that's anyone other than Eamon Thompson, just based on upside alone. And I believe that if Eamon Thompson is the pick, that Dame Willard will be out of I, I agree. I agree. But that that might also be what the refusal to trade the third pick is indicating, because like that doesn't Nico, seem we like did, something we, you do if you want to build a team around Damian Lillard. Nico, we talked about it like two. We've been talking about this for like three or four pods. Yeah, if I was, we said we think it's a mistake mm-hmm. building around Dame. Yeah, no shade to Dame. Mm-hmm. Let me give all the flowers in the world to Dame. You know what I'm saying? Oakland kid went to Weber State, made himself a a, a perennial All Star, great clutch player. All of these things that loyal to the day is long. Great moments in the NBA. I have nothing but the utmost respect for Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. But if I'm a Portland Trailblazers, I am telling Damian Lillard to kick rocks. Yeah. See ya. Throw the deuces and be gone. That's fair. So, uh, oh. I like your idea about Amen going there. If if they're talking about holding on to the, the it just you it, know, number three overall pick, it's they're definitely going to shoot high. It it scares me. That's my yeah. That's my number three player. <laughs> that's the guy I was praying would make it to the Rockets at four. If it's and under- now my. My dream scenario has happened. Yeah. Number four, Houston's on the clock, and Brandon Miller is available. Yeah, and uh, by number four pick, you have became Zion Williamson in a trade. That's the dream then? No, no. 
Hey. No, nope, he's going to the Knicks. You don't no, get that. No, 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 no. You don't Man, get that. Me... You're gonna oh, have God, to yeah. like. You're gonna have to go and you're gonna have to make some. Oh, Kyrie, you get Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, I could get him in. Free. No, give me like. I'll take Franz for for the number. You're not getting Franz from Orlando. I'll take. I'll take. Uh, nah, man. Nah, nah. The Orlando Mafia will come after you. you try to take Franz. They love Franz there, I bro. Know, I know. I I'm take somebody trying else. Trying to find anyone. Trey Young. Trey Young season. Sure. I'll take, uh, yeah, but him and Jalen hate each other. So. Oh my god, though. I don't know if I. I'll be sure that. with whatever rapper is out there today. I know I sound old right now. I'm just thinking. Trey Young is. Uh, some sort of descendant of I'll be sure 90s, 80s, 90s R&B and Christopher Williams, who also had a great role in New Jack City. Kids, that is your YouTube homework tonight. Go get you some New Jack City. If you're not seeing New Jack City, I don't even know if you can watch this podcast at this point. (laughs) It's it's a great, it's a great, it's a great movie. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's not bad. Um, oh, what? Okay. Well, well. Well, I'm later. not. I, it just missed me time wise. Like, oh yeah, I, you're I, young. I you're I young. watched it. I watched it, but I I just couldn't relate to it in the same way. We're gonna have to talk about like Heat too. Yeah. No, Heat that a movie. Good movie. All right. I been, so, been a long time since I've seen either. We need to see it and do it like a rewatchable. We'll yeah. call it something else. We've got to brand it different. Uh, call it yeah. awesome. Whatever. We'll call it something. Uh, okay, so I got Zion going to New York. We got this new thing out of Portland that they're holding on to the to the number three pick. Mm-hmm. All of this also, keep in mind to everybody that this is silly season in the NBA, and you can't believe anything you hear mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's always most a few rumors. There's always a few rumors that are in there that's true. But whenever yes. a front office hears a rumor that's out there that's true, they are flooding the market with a hundred fake ones, so that the like it gets lost in the mix. Lost in the sauce. Uh, you'll you'll be able to find the right ones here and there, and that's that's kind of what I'm working on getting better at sifting through the the garbage. I told you, but I told you the other day. Yeah, I think we said this in a pod. I said they had Mike Schmidt. In that building, mm-hmm. and Pooh Jetta in that building. Those are development guys. Those are yep. upside guys. Those are young person guys who believe in the young mm-hmm. people. And Mike Schmidt has had really good relationship with all of these dudes. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. So. <laughs> Man, hey, I don't know. We'll see how it all goes. Is there a play that Portland moves up to two and then just kind of says, "Okay, now, now what? Now we're now we're at the point where we make the decision." Because I honestly think that Charlotte is the team that is the most like we don't know what we want to do. I think they would rather be in the third slot. 
Yeah. I know that sounds really ridiculous. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. But I think they would rather yeah. not have to think not about this. Not have to this. make a decision. The Rockets right. were really happy to be in the third spot last year with that top three. Right. Um, yes, yes, I could see that potentially happening. The problem is just the the Blazers don't have a ton of those middling ac- assets that would be enough to like flip from three to two. And mm-hmm. uh, obviously, if you're the Hornets, you, you're going to want something kind of big. If you're the Blazers and the Hornets are accepting of this deal, you can kind of tell that they might not want the guy you want. So it's, it's a hard line to walk. Yeah. So then like, yeah, because if they if they take Simons back, it wasn't like they were in on Scoot the whole yeah, from the beginning, exactly. which which would almost defy logic but you know what jordan has been terrible unfortunately (laughs) at every turn as a talent evaluator as brilliant as he was a basketball player he has not been great Mm -hmm. as a talent evaluator so yeah um i think at this point unless you have anything else we can let this go yeah, we we did a quick pod today. This was crazy. Well, we we get in and out with this information. Yeah, no, we don't. But we're trying. <laughs> we're, we're getting trying. better. We're getting better. We're getting better. We're trying. St- hang in there with us, folks. By the way, shouts out to the fans. Absolutely. Over sixteen hundred downloads. Yeah. Uh, on on the audio feed, and over six hundred downloads on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. But remember to follow and subscribe yes we need all of those things Mm -hmm. those help us build the podcast because we have a we have a dream of building a community and we need dollars to do it so uh we have a link tree that you can get get in on if you believe in us um but we have we want to have our own discord we want to have like different rooms where it's not just NBA, not just NBA draft. We want movies. We want tech, all of that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, if you believe what in the kind of stuff we're doing and, you know, if you think of the construct out, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and say, oh, these dudes want to do movies. They want to do uh, DC comics. They want to do Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. I'm pointing at Nico. Yes, absolutely. Uh, my my fiance in the other room wants to. She has interest in it too. We've been talking about a podcast idea for a while. That we. I have really not seen started. anything. Yeah, we got to get your ass on that. No, you have to send me something that says we want to do a podcast. So oh. we can do it for you. Uh, if you were to, we'll we'll take this off air, but yeah, I, take it off I can get it to you. Can get that to you, no problem. All right. The only last thing that I want to talk about is I'm finally going to be selfish, and I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. I am now hearing that the Lakers are not going to utilize that pick on a young player. They are going to move that pick. I believe it's going to be Bamba opting in. And they're going to pick up the option of um, Beasley, and they're going to turn that 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 money in that pick into a player. Mm-hmm. My question for you is: is that 
what is that, about 26, 27 million, 28 million dollars? Right? Yeah, somewhere in there? Like that. So uh, uh, maybe a little less, but somewhere like between 26 and 29 million, somewhere in that range. Okay. What are we looking at? For the seven. Okay. So you got to think that this is a really good draft. It's a deep draft for you to take on 17, Bamba and Beasley to bring back what? That's a hard question. There's there's a few guys who have been rumored out there, and I think the the last thing we can get into, it doesn't look like that Chris Paul trade has happened yet. Maybe that's the guy. Uh, I know. I that, don't want Chris Paul. I know. On my I team. know you don't want that. I, I I'm aware. That's the worst case scenario. I me, I think it's a possibility though. Kudos to you to do that to me because I did the Zion and taking Jalen Green from you. <laughs> yeah, so I well, ripped your heart out. And I, you I didn't mean out. to rip your heart out, but you you it's okay. you were lining up like the exact amount of money Chris Paul is guaranteed this mm, upcoming mm, year. So I know he is the I guy know. who fits like a glove in that slot. Perhaps welcome to the people. LeBron business. Welcome to LeBron Corp. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's what that is. Mm-hmm. I would hope that it would be like John Collins. Somebody like that. I can where see maybe we distress <laughs> asset. I believe that the jump shot would come back. But the yeah, finger, maybe. the finger is the finger. Yeah. That, have you seen that thing? That's ugly. Mm-hmm. People yeah. go on somewhere and find that finger. It is not great looking. Yeah. Um. I would like it. Really, it's not John Collins, but I mean, I would like somebody. Well, like that. I mean, I like John something. Collins. John Collins isn't that far out of the realm of possibility. I don't think. I think his contract is long and kind of high, so it's to a certain extent negative money. If you're giving the Hawks some kind of asset, I think they'd be intrigued, and I think, like you said, you might be able to recapture. Bogdan. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be a nice fit as well. Or even Bojan from Detroit. No, I want Bogdan. That's that's and fair. I want A. J. Griffin. Oh yeah, that For one. Seventeen. That one you're not getting. Why not? Because I think they still like A. J. Griffin. He didn't. They love Jalen Johnson. The, they love they, him. They love him too. I think I. I'd venture to guess they're more likely to move the older wings and also the Sadiq Bay who shit the bed in the playoffs. Let me ask this question. Yeah. And I know we've been all over the board. Mm-hmm. I've seen fluctuation with Derek Lively. Yeah. Now he's kind of falling a little bit. I've seen well, a little, yeah. I think a little he, bit. He's going lottery. Okay. Just somewhere. There's a couple other bigs that are intriguing, kind of like in that little area mm-hmm. for people. Yeah. I wonder if this was the play to get a Kongu like more time. I'm not saying we're getting Capella. That is not what I'm talking about. That's yeah. a separate trade. They can do whatever they want with that. Well, Capella, I don't think, is completely out of the realm of possible. I do not want Capella on my team. Yeah, fair. But I want Bogdan and I want a piece back that fits with that situation. Yeah. And I think Beasley would help them. 
because it's a spot up shooter. They they had shooters though, and like yeah, but he has no conscience. And I think him with the swag with with Trey, I think he fits them in better. You know what I'm saying? Like a more loose, free flowing deal. You Mm -hmm. know, with LeBron, it's like I need you to stand right here. Yeah, don't move. Stand right here. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I he they did have Herder. He didn't really work, and he's kind of mm-hmm. unconscious as well. So I'd be a little concerned that maybe it's not the perfect fit. But like on a one-year deal, there's essentially no downside. So the other thing that I'm thinking about is Buddy Hill. Yeah, yeah, that, and I'm also trying to get the 26th overall pick because I know they want to consolidate picks, mm-hmm. and that 26 and 32 sound awesome to me. Yeah. And if I can go back in this draft and somehow gets like a Murray brother, mm, yeah, uh, Buddy Hield, and then whatever at thirty-two, that'd be nice. Yeah, thank you so much, Laker fans. This is how you build a team. No Kyrie, stop that. Stop making funny pictures with Trey Young in it, and then him liking it. I don't want to see any of that, Laker Nation. No more of that. Mm-hmm. And for the love of God, please do not let Chris Paul come to the Lakers. <laughs> and that's a good way to end it. There we go. So for the Canadian bomber, the Canadian shaman, the Canadian Bill Simmons, the Canadian Zach Lowe, and the forever Canadian son of one Loretta Curran, happy birthday, mom. We love you. And we're out. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can. I bet I actually set an alarm on my phone a couple days ago. For once a day to tweet something to get more more active. Yeah, no, I I see. I have your notifications on, so I see all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have mine on my Bleacher Report account too. And I have it. Yeah, I have it in a few places, a few different accounts. Uh, I, my, yeah, I can send you my tag after, but I, I do have to start getting ready for work. Is there anything? Okay. Yeah. Hi.